Maria Murphy, and this is Midweek Online. We're here. We're together. So as you come in, just say hello so I can greet you. Uh, let me just make sure we are broadcasting. All right. Looks like we're good. So just come on in, um, greet one another as you would uh, if we were in service together. Uh, as you come in, you see someone's name that you recognize that's watching. Just say hello. Good evening, Jean and Mr. Kingsley. We welcome you this evening. God bless you both. Uh, hello, Mr. Eric. God bless you. Bless the Lord. Come on in. Oh, Eric's dancing tonight. Oh. <laughs> Hallelujah. Good morning or good evening, Miss Nasha. God bless you. Thank you for joining us. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. And so we are here. We are together. And again, just say hello to each other if, you, if you'd like to do that. And we are going to get right in. Hey, Mike, God bless you today. Thanks for joining us this evening. Glory to God. So we are live and it is 7.01. We are going to just get uh, in the Word just for a few minutes, and then I want to practice something. Uh, we teach a little, and then we practice. Amen? And that's what we're going to do tonight. I'm grateful to the Lord for this opportunity. I'm grateful to each and every one of you who has joined us. Uh, I wish we were in person, but this is the next best thing. Amen. Good uh, good evening uh, fr uh, from the Lopes family. Well, good evening, Lopes family. God bless you this evening. Thanks for joining us. Good evening, Mr. Henry. God bless you today. Thank you for joining us. Glory to God. Uh, we're grateful to God uh, that everyone is able to join, that we have the technology to do that. You know, back in the day, even if we were able to do this, you know, not everybody had the equipment to do it. Now our phones uh, can be streaming devices, right? And so uh, we thank God for that. I'm, I'm grateful for technology because if not for technology, we wouldn't even be able to do this. So let's pray and we're going to get in the word of God. I'll make an announcement right after we pray. Good evening, Craig. God bless you today. Hallelujah. We'll pray. I'll make an announcement. We'll get in the word for a few minutes and then we'll practice something and then we'll be done. Father, we thank you and we give honor and glory to you for all that you are doing. We're so thankful to you. We come into your presence with thanksgiving and with praise. And we can do that because we are surely thankful for all that you have done and for all that you are doing and all that you're going to do. And we thank you, Father, uh, for who you are. We thank you that you are our Savior, our Lord, our Redeemer, our Deliverer. You are such a good, good Father. And we thank you and we magnify and we glorify you this evening. Holy Spirit, we thank you for your ministry. We thank you for your ability and your anointing. And we ask that you would be with us this evening in everything that we do and say, you order our conversation because we allow you to. And we give you thanks and glory for it in Jesus' name. Amen. Good evening, Tracy. God bless you. I'm going to put this a little higher so 
I know it seems like I'm looking down here and I don't want to do that. So I'll put that there. Uh, that way I can at least see it. So if I look that way, I'm just looking to make sure everybody's engaged, make sure I haven't lost anyone. Uh, there were a few times, good evening, Mrs. Patty. God bless you tonight. Uh, there were a few times when we were having issues with our Wi-Fi on morning prayer where I would be praying, oh, thank you, Lord. And I'd open my eyes and there's like nothing there. <laughs> Nobody's there. I was enjoying myself. I'm like, how long have they been gone? <laughs> how long did this dream drop? And so, uh, you know, I try to keep the camera there just in case uh, I can. So I know that, okay, wait, something happened. Uh, so one announcement to make before we get started tonight uh, in the word, and that is next Wednesday, mark this date down next Wednesday. Let me pull up the date so I can give you the accurate date, the 22nd. So next Wednesday is February the 22nd. We will be praying together. Uh, this is the prayer that I've been talking about. We will be praying together on Wednesday, February 22nd, in person, not online, in person at mom and dad's house. So you know where that's at, Pleasant Street in Dighton. If you need the exact address or any information, just uh, message us, text me. You can probably get a hold of anybody that's on our leadership team. They could tell you where it's at. I figure in Dighton will be better for this first one just because it's closer uh, in terms of where everybody knows where that is. <laughs> uh, and so it will be at mom's house. We will be uh, going there for seven. We'll start promptly at seven. And so uh, at seven o'clock, we're going to get there. I'll share just for less than 10 minutes. And then we're going to work. We're going to pray. Don't expect food and drink. I told mom, don't cook nothing. <laughs> you know, don't cook anything. Good evening, Maria. God bless you. It's good to see you on here this evening. You are in our prayers and we pray that all is well with you, Jeff and the family. Hallelujah. And so, um, don't expect food and drink and all that. You bring your water if you want water, but this is a time to work. And then we just ask that when it's done, everybody just leaves. It's not a time of like fellowship. We'll have fellowship ones, you know, but this is a time of work. I just don't want us to get in a habit of going to someone's house and then just staying, you know, <laughs> for two hours and the person be like, it's bedtime. <laughs> and so, uh, just plan on seven when we get done, we're done, but we are going to work. And this is part of what we've been praying about. So I invite anybody who wants to come and if we will just pack in there, you know, unless we have, you know, what they're having over there at the Asbury revival, you know, they're not calling a revival, but the outpouring, whatever it is of God, they're saying, uh, <laughs> unless we have one of those, then mom will be okay with us staying there. Otherwise <laughs> we leave when we're done. Okay. And so, uh, I invite the kids to bring the kids to, uh, just let them know what we're going to do. Uh, this is to pray. And this is how your kids will be in an atmosphere where the anointing is. And, and like we said, there are some things that you won't get in your life unless you pray in the spirit. And that is really what we're talking about this evening as well. This evening, I want to just quickly talk about this great gift that you and I have been given. And I want to make it personal because we've been talking about the church. We've been talking about how we can pray out the plan of God uh, for the church and every local church should do that. Um, but I want to make it personal to you and give you some help this evening 
we've been talking about um, the plan that God has for our lives. And go with me to Ephesians chapter 2 and verse 10. Last week, we looked at Ephesians chapter 1 verse 9 to 12. This week, go to Ephesians chapter 2, verse 10. I'm going to read it out of the Amplified Classic. For we are, yeah, I'm going fast tonight. For we are God's own handiwork, his workmanship, a recreated in Christ Jesus, born anew, that we may do those good works which God predestined, planned beforehand for us, taking paths which he prepared ahead of time, that we should walk in them, living the good life which he prearranged and made ready for us to live. Glory to God. So we are God's masterpiece. And we've talked about this before. So I'm not going to go into this. You can go back. We've talked a lot about Ephesians 2.10. Those who are with me on morning prayer, you know our thoughts on this. Uh, Ephesians, we are recreated in Christ Jesus. And that was God's part of this. He, he, he recreated us. Remember, we've got that new spirit, that new recreated spirit. And so that's his part. We are born anew that we may do those good works, which God planned beforehand for us taking paths. Our job is to take the paths, which he prepared ahead of time. That's our job that we should walk in them. And then look at the result of doing this, living the good life, which he prearranged and made ready for us to live. Glory to God. The only life that God has planned and prepared for you is the good life. Say that with me. Say the only life that God has planned and prepared for me is the good life. That's right. That's right. Uh, not a hard life. <laughs> Not a worried life, not a tragic life, not a tormented life, not a life of difficulties. If we are experiencing anything other than the good life, then we're on the wrong path. How do I know that I'm on the wrong path? How do I know? Good evening, Jessica. God bless you and your family today. Thanks for joining us. How do I know that I'm on the right path? It's a good path and it leads to a good life. Now, I'm not saying that we won't have moments of difficulty, but we don't have a life filled with every step I take is difficult and I'm tormented every moment of my life. That's not a good life. That's not the life that God designed for his children. How many of you want your kids to suffer and have the toughest life you could ever imagine for anyone? No. And we're natural human parents who sin. How much more does our father in heaven want us to have a good, enjoyable life? Well, his plan is what leads us to that good life. There's no good life apart from the plan of God. There's none. It may, you may temporarily or have moments of goodness, but you will not experience every day being good. And so we may have moments of difficulty, but we should not have a life filled 
with difficulty. Amen. We don't stay in difficulty. Hallelujah. And, and we should teach our kids to get on the path that God has for them very early on in life. We should teach them how to get on that path for them at an early age and let them know they are the ones that need to protect the plan of God for their lives. We need to know it and protect the plan of God because it's so important. We don't get anything good without the plan of God. And so uh, we should never trade the plan of God for uh, bad habits, bad relationships. Oh, but I want to go there. I want to do that. Uh, we should never trade or replace the plan of God with that. It should never come in front of that. I, I will never surrender the plan of God for my life for momentary uh, satisfaction. Amen. For, for just satisfaction in the moment. So we don't surrender our, the plan of God for that. Hallelujah. Uh, none of those things are a worthy exchange of the plan of God. Hallelujah. Living in the plan of God gives our lives purpose and fulfillment. We've said that before, and it's so true. Uh, many live dissatisfied and unfulfilled uh, with no purpose, unpurposed, because they are not living the plan of God for their lives. It's one thing to not know about the plan. And there are a lot of people who don't know that. They don't know that God has a wonderful plan. That's a good way to start our conversation with people. Do you know that God has designed and took great uh, uh, time and uh, put great detail into the plan that he has for your life? And his plan leads to good for you. It's a wonderful plan uh, because people don't know that. They don't know that. Uh, it's one thing to not know that and not live it, but it's another thing. I think it's even worse to know and not live it, to just kind of coast along and live on autopilot cruise control and just, you know, have that attitude, uh, you know, well, if God wants me to have it, you know, he'll make it happen. If God wants me to do it, well, you know, he, he'll, he'll make me do it and he'll, he'll work it all out. He'll work it out. He'll work it out. God will do it if he wants me to have it. Uh, well, that's unscriptural. <laughs> it's very unscriptural. And that's how you end up on the wrong path, you know, just kind of wandering and, and, and not being intentional about staying on this path, uh, where his plan unfolds. Uh, so people get on the wrong path, but then they blame God. Uh, for how they're facing constant difficulty. I don't understand. I'm facing, I must be. And they build whole doctrines around, oh, it must be God's will for me to be suffering right now. It's God's will. He has me on this path and he's trying to teach me something through this turmoil and heartache that he has me in. So I, he's trying to teach me. I'll, I'll finally learn it at some point, I guess, but it's my cross to bear. Show me the scripture that says those things. <laughs> Show me the scripture. Now, Job's friends might've told him that. Job's friends might've told him some things, but Job's friends were wrong. Remember Job's friends, he had the wrong friends. <laughs> Even his wife told him, curse God and die. Isn't that great advice from your wife and your spouse? That means she don't want to be around you very much longer. <laughs> you know, just curse God and die so I can have some, you know, <laughs> 
you know, uh, time without you. You know, that's not, that's, we got to watch our friends and they, they were not faith friends that Job had. So if they said things like that, they were wrong and God corrected that. But, uh, if you believe that, if you believe that God wants you to have difficulty, you'll walk into difficulty and you'll put it off on God. You'll say it's him. If you, if that's what you believe, uh, be it unto you according to your faith. So if you want to say that God is making you suffer and this and that, oh, suffering will find you, but it won't be God. God does not make any of his children suffer just as you don't want yours to. Uh, and so he's better than you. He's better than me. And so, uh, he, he, he doesn't make us suffer. He doesn't teach us with sickness, teach us with suffering. His plan for you is only good. And so if you know that, Jesus said, my yoke is easy and my burden is light. What does that mean? We hear the word yoke and we think of my heaviness, heavy. To be yoked is just to be joined together. So we join together with him. When we join together with him, it's light and it's easy. When we do life with God, it's easy. Amen. And so uh, we walk out that plan of God for our life. It's light and easy. Again, we'll have difficulty. Not saying that uh, we won't have difficulty. We'll have moments of difficulty. Yes, because we live in a world where the enemy wants you to surrender the plan of God. Because he knows that leads to the good life. And so blame him when you find yourself suffering, when you find yourself in turmoil and tormented, blame him, but then do what you need to do to resist him. Tell him, I found you out. I know this is you, but I'm resisting you in Jesus name, because the word says this, he has prepared and designed a good life for me. Amen. Uh, and so if we believe that the next shoe is going to drop, uh, we'll have, there will be no shortage of shoes dropping. We will have all kinds of high heels and boots and sneakers, every type of shoes going to drop. If that's what we believe, uh, every day we'll be filled with shoe, then the, the shoe drop it will be expecting it because why? Cause you get what you expect. I'm just waiting for the next shoe to drop. Yeah. You get exactly what you expect. Hallelujah. So just because God's plan is established in heaven does not mean we'll automatically see his plan fulfilled in our lives. It's unscriptural to think that it will be this way. Uh, many people don't put any effort forth into doing anything because they're like, eh, God will make it happen. But we've got to take steps on the path where his plan unfolds. That's on us to do. Even his plan of salvation. You say, how do you know that? Um, his plan of salvation is for everyone, right? God has a plan of salvation and it's for every single person, but yet not every single person saved. Not everyone's saved. Why? Because it, there's effort on our part. It's not hard effort. We don't got to pay anything. Jesus paid the price, but I got to believe in my heart and say something with my mouth. He did the 99 steps. I just have one to do. And so to receive it, but he, not everybody has, well, his plan for your life is there. It's been written. It's been ordained in heaven. It's been established in heaven, but it's our job to establish his plan and his purposes on this earth, including for our lives. It doesn't just happen. Hallelujah. Uh, we have to be interested enough 
in God's plan to lay other things aside uh, that are not in the plan and take the necessary steps every day. As we take steps, his plan begins to unfold. Uh, God did not take, I was thinking about this today. God didn't take the time to uh, write up this wonderful plan and take time to detail every part of the plan. I mean, it said, Psalm 139 says, he took great delight in his plan for my life, for your life. Uh, Psalm 37, 23 says, the Lord directs the steps of the godly. He delights in every detail of their lives. He didn't design and take great care in designing this specific and detailed plan for your life. Then leave you to guessing and trying to figure out what your next step is. That's not how God works. He does. He doesn't work that way. You figure it out. I've got a plan, but okay. Is it a, or is it B ding, ding, ding? You're wrong. Next. No, God doesn't play games with our lives. He doesn't play games with our lives. He doesn't leave our lives to chance. Uh, uh. He wants us to have purposed lives and he wants us to know exactly what his plan is with such accuracy that not one misstep takes place. He doesn't want us to start walking and then all of a sudden go, Oh shoot, my bad. I misstepped. Like, I don't know, 10 paces back or around the corner. I missed that. We shouldn't have to do that. No, we shouldn't have to do that. If we're walking with the Lord and we know his plan for our life is unfolding on this path, we can learn and have great accuracy in knowing what our next step is. We don't have to guess. We don't have to try to figure it out. We can know it. We can know it. We can be a hundred percent sure. Amen. And so as a parent, if you sit down with your child and give them direction, you can give them clear direction. You can articulate it at their level so they understand. You can have them repeat it back to you to ensure that they understand. But what you can't do is you can't take the steps for them. They have to take the steps for themselves but you can equip them and empower them and articulate everything for them. So they know that their next step is the right step in the right direction. As a parent, you can do that. Well, that's what the Lord does with us. He doesn't do the work for us, but he will help us and show us our next step. Amen. And so one of the first steps we should take is in prayer for the plan for our life. If you'll walk out the plan of God for your life in the realm of the spirit by praying in the spirit, then you will walk it out in this natural realm. It will be easier for you to walk out what you pray out. It's easier to walk out what you pray out. Amen. And so clear direction comes through prayer. Uh, now I like what one minister said. They said, don't ask the Lord to guide your steps if you're not willing to move your feet because he'll tell you, he'll show you and reveal to you the next step. But then you got to take the step. You're empowered to do it. But just because you're empowered, again, doesn't mean it will automatically happen and everything will fall into place. No, that's lazy being a lazy Christian. We've got to pick up our feet and do it. Just because you have a gym membership doesn't automatically mean that you're fit and healthy. Amen. 
Ouch. Uh, so as you move your feet, there's a continual unfolding of his plan. And we should walk with a continual accuracy. Amen. One more scripture, and then we're going to practice this. Uh, when we receive Jesus, we have the Holy Spirit, right? We receive the Holy Spirit. And we receive the precious and powerful gift of speaking in tongues. Glory to God. And one of the amazing benefits uh, of speaking in tongues is that you can pray out the plan of God for your life. That helps you to advance in your personal life, in your business. It's one thing to go, oh, I know God has a plan for my life and my business, but then what is that plan? This is where you got to pray. And it's not just, Lord, I thank you for your plan and your purpose and pray all in your understanding because you, you don't. It, Romans 8.26, here's the scripture verse. Romans 8.26 in the Amplified Classic, it says, so too, the Holy Spirit comes to our aid and bears us up in our weakness. Not knowing what to pray is a weakness that he can help us with. Amen. For we do not know what prayer to offer, nor how to offer it worthily as we ought. But the spirit himself goes to meet our supplication. If I'm not supplicating, there's nothing for him to meet. If I gotta, I gotta be supplicating for him to meet me in my supplication, no supplication, no assistance. There's no assistance in that area if I'm not praying about that area. And so I'm doing it alone. I'm doing it on my own if I am not uh, supplicating, if I'm not praying about it. So he meets us. He meets us, our supplication, and pleads in our behalf with unspeakable yearnings and groaning too deep for utterance. He meets our supplication. If there's no supplication, there's nothing for him to meet in that area of our lives. So we've got to be supplicating if we're going to unwrap the plan of God for our lives. We've got to pray according to his will in line with his plan. We've got to pray it out. There are times when praying in our natural language is not enough uh, because we don't know what to pray, but by the spirit of God, he will help us pray out. And every time he helps you pray, he will always pray aligned to God's will and God's plan. If you tell him, Holy Spirit, we're praying right now regarding the plan of God for my life, for my business right now, we're praying for, this is what we're praying for. And then just pray in the spirit. He will help you pray. He will help you pray and he'll help you articulate the embedded plans of God that are deep within you, that are calling for you. Your, your uh, plan that God has for you is calling for your prayer. It's calling for your prayer, for you to draw it up from deep within you. So that way you can continually walk with accuracy, the plan of God for your life. So we get his divine assistance when we ask for it and we get his divine assistance regarding that particular thing. There are some areas of our lives that we may be open to the spirit of God and his divine assistance in, but then there are other areas that we've not prayed about. We've said we want to pray about it, or we say I should pray about it, or I want his will concerning this area, but have we prayed? 
Have we sat down? Is it important enough? Am I interested enough in his plan for my life that I'm sit down and open my mouth and pray? That's the thing. Am I interested enough? You know, am I interested enough? And so, uh, his plan for your life calls for prayer. Jesus taught the disciples in Matthew six, and we're going to practice this. Uh, one of the things he told them to pray is thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Uh, he told them we have to pray for his will. So the same way that your will father is carried out in heaven, I want your will will carried out in my life here on this earth. We've got to pray that though. If we didn't, Jesus wouldn't have put that in the prayer. Our father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done. He wouldn't have told them to pray that. If the will was automatically going to happen, we wouldn't have to pray that. But he taught his disciples to pray that. And so we should pray that too. Amen. And so we're going to do that. And I know this goes against some of the teaching that we may have had and that people have had in their lives because you hear people say all the time, God is in control. And, and people say that they just, God is in control, you know, and unfortunately, uh, no, first of all, God is not in control of this earth. Remember, Adam gave the control to the devil. God's not in control of this earth. And unfortunately, God's not in control of a lot of Christians. Sorry, God is not in control of many Christians' lives. God is in control of the lives of those who yield to him. And if you yield to him in some things, he's in control of those things. If you choose not to yield to him in other things, he is not in control of those things. So to do that overall statement, if God was in control, life for you and me would be absolutely amazing. We all would be saved. We all, the whole earth would be filled with the Holy ghost. You and I and everyone else would be tithing like we're supposed to. Every time we get paid, we'd be attending church. Every time the doors open, we would love our enemies. We'd have no strife. We'd have nothing. If God was in control, that's what he wants for us. He's not in control of those who do not surrender their will to him. And we surrender our will to him in some things, but in other things, I can tell you, God is not control in control of my eating habits. It's getting there. My eating habits are so much better this week than they were six weeks ago because he's helping me. He is helping me, but he ain't control. He ain't in control of things that you don't let him have control over. He's not going to push his way in. The devil is like that, not God. So God is in control of people who yield to him. Amen. And so if we decide to yield to him fully, then he'll be in control. So we've got to pray about his plan. Uh, We've got to protect the plan. We've got to watch over it. We've got to teach our children at a young age to get on that path where his plan unfolds and show them that they're the only ones who will pray the plan of God for their lives. Right now you can help them, but you got to tell them as you get older, you're responsible to pray out the plan of God for your life. Nobody else can do it, but you. And so, uh, 
you know, we've got to make them aware of this. Amen. So let's practice. Let's practice here. Uh, if you would, uh, you can close your Bible where you are. Hallelujah. Just close it. Close your Bible. Bless the Lord. And uh, just uh, if you're with the family, tell the family, this is what we're going to do. We're going to pray. And so I don't want you to pray for grandma. I don't want you to pray for your sister or your brother. I don't want you to pray for me. I don't want you to pray for the church. I don't want you to pray for anything else, but I want you to pray for the plan of God for your life. Okay. We're just going to take a few minutes and practice this. And this is how we do it. We're going to pray for the plan of God for your life. You pray for your life. I'm going to pray for my life. Each of us pray for our own lives. This is not the time to pray for the lost. It's not the time to pray for China. It's not the time to pray for the balloons in the sky. It's not the time to pray for our government. Right now, we're praying specifically for the plan of God for each of our individual's lives. Okay? You're responsible to do that. And I'm responsible to do that. So here's what we're going to do. Just close your eyes. Glory to God. And I will start us. And then we're going to pray in the spirit, in tongues, in God's language. Amen. The way God speak. Uh, I like uh, uh, Pastor Nancy calls it God talk. We're going to do our God talk today. Amen. Father, we just thank you for the privilege and the opportunity to know your plan to know your plan and not only to uh, just have uh, an awareness of the plan, but to fully know it and to know the exact next step we ought to take. We, we don't need to question it. We don't need to wonder what it is or figure it out on our own with human effort, but we have the precious Holy Spirit to help us. So right now, Holy Spirit, we don't fully know that plan, but you do. You were there when that plan was written and established in heaven. And so we're going to come right now before you. You see each and every one of us in our homes or wherever we are at this very moment. We're connected in the spirit. There's no distance. There's no time. And so we're going to join our voices together and Holy Spirit, help us to pray out the plan of God for our lives. We pray in the spirit right now. We pray in another language, in your language, our heavenly language, and we listen to you as we pray. So right now in your heavenly language, go ahead and begin to pray. Now, if you haven't done this in a while, your mind's going to start to wander. The minute you start doing this, call it back to attention. Tell your mind, no, 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 you're not going to win. If you need to stand up, if you need to put your hands on your belly, remind yourself that that's where your prayers flowing out of. You do that. Don't let your mind wander. Every time it does, bring it stop and bring it back into attention. Sota Nungram Dancho Banchi Lipra Ishto Vroba Haha Ingra Hashi Broka 
and provoke, oh yeah, oh yeah, antilivrina, antilibronda, antilibrando no mocho, isoboca, antonovo, o commanda, in calabronda, ampolita, yes, in panu mocha, ampalanta, nanta, 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 now, oh yeah, antola vosha, vo, 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 la malatana manchele retigi, ninga shuto monko baba, yeah, you can tell us even the next step, oh ha, imprisa po vita ampa, shine the light, shine the light on that, on the path, oh, for the next step, ochi, ochi, achi, 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 monchi, antolo, brachi, gigi, anji, gi, manto, novo, vo, valeta, leche, lichi, 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 masato, mongrati, disti, paso, lavrache, eche, esha, ato, koboba, babate, demendando, gonta, labradi, nichina, monka, adilivina, nishina, handolo, Lovosita, oh ha ha, England on pa iglengango salablandeleshi antonomompa. Ah, we feel our homes, we feel our homes with prayer today. Ingalabosi kilibronta, we lift our voices to the Lord today in one accord. Indanto sokoto, we want your plan, we want your plan to come to fulfillment. Oh, sikita, and the full plan, the full knowing of the plan, the full seeing of the plan, to see and know, to see and know, to see and know, mancolo brovosti keteba, kitaba, kotoboka, intamanga ne mankonka, lipasika, it's in the seeing and the knowing that we can take the steps, all the right steps, the accurate steps, the accurate steps, the accurate steps, oh ho 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 ho, you're the one who reveals it, inglastokoboshta, Achili chi 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 achili chi maso achili chi maso achili achili chi ichi la baso la tona libron tolo bovada antolo bocheleche braccio opra ivri pa asoto monga 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 manga manga nichi iporoto boshtaka glory to god glory to god glory to god glory to god hallelujah hallelujah glory to god glory to god Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Bless the Lord. Bless the Lord. The Holy Spirit will reveal to us even the obstacles and things that are on the path because we live in this world where there are challenges. And, you know, there are also tests of faith. And there are challenges. Eric and I was talking about, you know, the book that we're going to write at the end of this building God's impact, you know, uh, because there, there are things that occur in the process, uh, that is a challenge. And it, um, just if the posture that you take, the posture that you take in the spirit while you pray is the posture that you'll take when you come up on that obstacle, when you come up to that challenge. If you'll pray that out and you pray out the plan in the spirit, you've already walked that out. And so it's, it, it becomes, people will call it like deja vu, <laughs> but it's not, it's just a knowing and a seeing in your spirit. And if you get real, uh, accurate and skillful in this, you'll see this, th these things occur before they'll even happen. You'll see them occur before they'll even happen. And when you get to it, 
You'll already know what to do. You'll already have the right attitude. You'll have the provision. You'll already know what you're supposed to say. You'll already know what you're supposed to do. You won't have to scratch your head and go, now what? Uh, Lord, it seems we've come to this dead end in the road. Uh, Lord, where are you? No, uh-uh. No, it may seem that way, but our eyes will be open when we pray in the spirit and we'll see, oh no, that's not a wall there. Uh-uh. That's easily pushed down. Push it and keep walking. And so God will show us we have never, will never have to be caught unaware of any schemes of the enemy or anything that's a challenge in our path. Never, ever will we have to be unaware if we'll give ourselves to prayer. Now, you see, that's why I want our congregation to come together and to pray because we can sit here all day long and brainstorm, but God already has established plans for Father's House Family Church. They've been written in heaven before our feet ever touched this planet and before Father's House Family Church was ever created in here in the natural. God had already designed the plans for it. He already knows what they are. And so I want to consult him because when I consult him, I consult the plan. I consult the plan. And so I consult him. I consult the plan. And he'll tell me this is what is in the plan. There's provision. This is the provision that's in this plan. So don't look at this circumstance. Don't look at that. Look at this. Consult him and you'll consult the plan. Hallelujah. Bless the Lord. I've never said that before. Glory to God. Glory to God. I thank you, Father. I thank you, Father. O Pradeshta Kenimasta Kandoshta Libronde Mante Ibrova Badashi Briginta Duki Badishtu Kovoshta Palita Manta Tubraji Produsha Pameche Prendika Nushtoda. You have plans for your family. You have plans for your life. You have plans for your business. And those plans are my plans, says the Lord. Your heart desire my plans. And so sit with me, gather your family and sit with me and pray together as a family. And you'll accomplish in one year what you have never been able to accomplish in the years you've been trying it without the prayer. And so get with me and you'll see the plans will be accelerated and you'll see my plan come to fulfillment. Hallelujah. In your life, in Jesus name, in Jesus name. I want his plan. I want his plan. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Glory to God. Glory to God. Hallelujah. And he and he'll speak uh, in a way that you will understand. He will speak in a way that your children will understand. And if you'll take those necessary steps, you will take them accurately. And all the provision, all the supply, everything that you need will be in place, says the Lord. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Glory to God. Bless the name of Jesus. Bless the Lord. 
Hallelujah. Well, I thank the Lord. I thank the Lord. Don't stop praying the plan of God for your life. I would dedicate a portion of my day to doing that. Just dedicate a portion of your day to do it. I don't care if it's like 10 minutes and you tell the kids um, before bed or even if you're single yourself, you know, or your spouse, whatever. You can do this alone. You can have your kids do it alone. Nothing like doing it as a family. Uh, And, 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 uh, take 10 minutes and, you know, maybe you think the kids think 10 minutes is a long time. Do me a favor, turn on the television, turn it to their favorite show, hit play, put the timer on for 10 minutes and then say, all right, turn it off. You're done. And they'll be like, that was nothing at all. (laughs) Believe me, I have a grandchild. I didn't get to watch any of it. Hardly any. And you tell them that's 10 minutes. Do you see? It's not that long. (laughs) <laughs> but they think 10 minutes is forever, but they can watch their show for four hours and it's nothing to them, right? They can binge watch and watch the same movie twice. And that's four hours that they're watching of the same thing. But let me pray for 10 minutes. Turn on the show and show them this is what 10 minutes is. You think you can pray that long? <laughs> you think the plan is important enough to give 10 minutes a day to it? I tell you, when you give 10 minutes to it and you do it with all your heart, God honors that. If that's what you want to give, God will honor that 10 minutes, but you won't be satisfied with that 10 minutes because the things you get in prayer, you'll be like, oh, wow, I could get this every day. If I pray longer, I can get more. Absolutely. You can. And so we thank God for the ability to do this. We thank God for the ability to do it. Amen. Glory to God. Glory to God. Well, thank you for joining me today and uh, this evening. I just thank you for engaging. I'm going to go through and look at all these comments. Praise the Lord. Yes. Amen. (laughs) If God was in control, our lives would be perfect. So good. The plan God has for you is calling for your prayer. Yes. One of the first steps we should take is in prayer. Amen. Yeah, the devil will accommodate. That's right. If we if we believe that. Yeah. <laughs> Mike, you agree? Yeah. They could watch everything over and over again. And you know, they they they'd be all a mess if we turned it off in 10 minutes. <laughs> Hallelujah. Thank you for joining me today. Uh for those who join us for morning prayer, those who aren't working and are able to, I will see you tomorrow. For the rest of you, I'll see you on Sunday. Remember, next Uh, Wednesday will be at mom's house. If you need the address, see me on Sunday, see mom or dad on Sunday or uh, message us and we'll get the address to you. It will start at seven. And so uh, come and be a part of that. Very important that we pray together in the same room. Amen. And I'm glad that we can uh, have that opportunity. Uh, See you on Sunday. Have an awesome day. If you would like to give, you can do so by going online to our website, FHFCMA. You can also give via PushPay, those who have set up for that. Or you can bring it on Sunday with you, mail it to the P.O. Box, different ways to give. You'll find that all online. We love you. We thank you for your faithful support. We know that God has great plans established in heaven, written for us, for you and for me, for this church, for your business, and all the supply that we need is coming to us in Jesus' name.